The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. Yeah. Oh, man. You're just like a toddler. Oh, I have the poop in your pants. Weirdest laugh. <laughs> People always hear me down the other side of the office and like, what were you laughing at earlier? I was like, what wasn't I laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, I'm sorry it took me so long to get here. The freeway is a beyond. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because you have to pass that crazy part where it goes really slow for it, a bit. Yeah, it used <laughs> to crazy take parts, me <laughs> the whole thing. It used to take me half an hour to get here, and now it's taking me 45 minutes. And I'm just watching the idiots on the road, like, go into a lane oh, and then go, no, this is actually a change of mind. I'm like, dude, are you trying to have an accident? Just stay where you friggin' are. <sighs> Neither lane is better than the other. Just accept the lane you're in and keep going. <laughs> the grass is not always greener. There's no. a truck somewhere down there, so just leave it. I know. Oh, when you go down a road a lot of times, like freeway in the morning, if you take the freeway into work, you know that there's a better, like there's a oh, pattern yeah. and you're like, okay, I need to be in this lane now. I need to be in this lane now. So it might drive other people nuts, but it works. Well, the person that I was watching didn't know what he was doing they just had no idea he literally went from one lane and then two seconds later went back into the lane he came out of and i'm like and that uh, actually slows people down too sometimes like if you know i think that people are going to get to where they're going to go right right. so let's just all calm down because we're all going to get there okay (laughs) just calm down seriously then driving with cecilia i'm the most calm person when it comes to driving yeah but you do all your evil like little trick things (laughs) how's it go that's to keep me entertained while i'm driving and i sing a lot in my car because i don't care what other people think and i just calm myself i keep myself occupied i'm not allowed to sing in the car anymore because when i'm in there with bryce he goes stop stop singing oh yeah see i don't have very car is it like don't take my joy (laughs) away from me child this is my joy don't steal my joy (sighs) but anyway (laughs) what does he know he that's what he's like what two three you know two and a half he doesn't know what he's talking nah, about no nah. he gets to sing why can't i at least i know the words <laughs> exactly <sighs> so lewis yes i think you should do the honors oh welcome to tangent city uh the the, the podcast where we talk about stuff and, and go off on, on on wild tangents uh my name's lewis uh, and i do a, a film review show with the two people sitting across from me who can introduce themselves I'm Cecilia. I'm Rachel. And I also do another podcast called Diz Down Under with the woman sitting next to me. The woman? It's <laughs> also your wife. It's also my wife. Yeah. Oh my goodness, is she? Oh, who is it? Oh, it's me. Yes, I'm yes. Catherine. I, I tagged you guys on uh, or the podcast on the Baldivis chat because someone's like, oh, yeah. I can't decide between Disney Hong Kong and Disney something else. And I'm like, uh, you guys, you just need to listen to this podcast. Oh, awesome. And I said, just just uh, ask them the question. I'm sure they'll be able to answer it for you. Totally. Which, up. which two, which two uh, Disney's were? Hong Kong and Shanghai? Uh, I can't remember because I wasn't. I'm just like I don't know anything about Disney. Let me tap in the people who know. Fair enough. Who know <laughs> good, the stuff. good idea. It's funny. I was having a conversation um, yesterday. Actually, they're like, what, I'm not going to say who they these people are, but um, they're like, oh, I don't understand why adults need to go to Disney. Why it's a kids' place? I'm like, hey, <laughs> if that's what people want to do, let them do it. And, like, they weren't specifically talking about you, but mm. I'm just like mm. awkward. It's weird because, like, if they went, they'd probably understand it. It's probably like, you know. They'd been. They'd been. Why do you eat salad? It's like, well, it's good for you. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually really enjoy eating it. And I used to think that people were freaks for eating salad, but now I eat it. I don't think they're freaks. Salad with a good dressing, though. Mm. I didn't know where that metaphor was going. (laughs) (laughs) Salad and Disney. Where did she get that from? I don't know if I still, I still don't know where where it's coming from but anyway that's okay <laughs> no well, if people don't like disney i just feel sorry for them yeah well yeah i don't know if i'd be prepared to uh to go i i do want to go to disney but i am scared of the crowds and stuff like that mm. but i mean why would you tell somebody that if you don't have kids what's the, that's the best time to go when you don't have kids it's great because <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're in line for a bit and then the kid goes i need to go to the toilet after like, four hours of being in line. <laughs> hold it. Hold it. Oh, gosh, four hours in line. Can you imagine being four? No. 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 It doesn't my take li- that long. My limit is 
like 30 minutes. Oh, There's somewhere oh, that's we, fair enough. Because yeah. then Lewis needs to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> See, the people, he's old, he's blood as old. The people who go to Disney, <laughs> the people who go to Disney and oh. don't have a good time are the people who just like, you know, go, we're going to go to Disney and they just rock up with no planning whatsoever. Yeah. And then they are in four hour lines. I had this guy try to give me advice on if I'm ever going to Disney and I wanted to say to him, mate, I've, I've got my people, I'm okay. <laughs> but I let him talk because I'm not rude. Yeah. But I did want to tell him to shut up. Yes, quite right, quite right. He also <laughs> said he didn't like Captain Marvel and I wanted to tell him to shut up. Was he an old white man? <laughs> no, but he was a white man. But he's just like, oh, there's no good movies that have been coming out this year or like for the last three years. It's just Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. And I'm like, <laughs> Is that what he did too? I'm like, yeah, there's other, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There's, there's other movies that have come out other than Marvel movies if you actually know how to look. Yeah. You, you just know? need to know how to look. That's right. Like Stop open up the paper and look at what's showing at <laughs> yeah. the cinemas. Or get there's been lots of phones. Yeah. There's lots of films. Oh, yeah, the phone. Did you, did you, you say phone for that now? <laughs> it's like a dial-in number. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did you say to him, like, usually we, we, me and my mates see uh, about 80 films a year? and uh, I did yeah. tell him that I did a film review yeah. show, so he might actually be listening now. If so, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that was... That could be any old white man. Yeah. <laughs> no, if, if he's listening, he'll know I'm talking about it. I just heard so many podcasts of people talking about Captain Marvel and it was old white men mm. and they were just going, oh, you know, they're pushing the feminist agenda. And rah, rah, rah. Oh, he just like, didn't think it was good. He's like, oh, uh, and it, but there's a chase right, scene man. that's basically exactly like um, Independence Day and I'm like, I can't remember Independence Day and no film is original, so what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. It's whether or not it's like just interesting mm. and fun. So that's and, and Captain Marvel billion dollars, just saying. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, it has cracked it, and um, yeah, so suck it up, princess. Exactly, exactly. But we're not talking about movies from this era. No, no, we're talking about movies from the one of the best eras, I believe personally. Footloose, which Footloose. is the eighties, the eighties, <laughs> and also later. At an, on another show, we'll be doing the 90s, which is also equally as good. But um, so a couple they just of don't us, make them like they used to. They don't. And uh, actually, this is a conversation I was talking about yesterday with everyone. I'm like, so, you know, they just don't make movies like they used to. All the good stuff is in the back days. And, mm-hmm. and I said, yeah, but the kids are going to say that the movies were great when they were young. And That's then someone true. said, but they're wrong. <laughs> and they are. <laughs> they're going to be wrong. My kid's going to be wrong. Really? Oh, yeah, he'll be just like, oh, my God, I really liked Peppa Pig when I was younger. I don't know why he's going to talk like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's that- watching too much American stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I totally love Peppa Pig. She's English, though. <laughs> Bell oh, yeah, Divers that- becomes right. the valley, apparently. <laughs> uh, I don't live in Bell Divers. Oh, wherever it is. That's where all the bogans are. <gasps> Controversy. There's quite a few bogans everywhere. What can you do? We live in Australia. Quite right, quite right. Um, Peppa Pig. I don't, don't know. I don't know. So I've seen the trailer for Peppa Pig's movie in like when we've gone to see films recently, and I'm just going, "How do parents not shoot themselves in the head?" I don't like, know. Seriously, it's just like this is just so mind-numbingly terrible. It's it's horrible. I just don't get it. I try not to pay too much attention, and thankfully Bryce is not into Peppa Pig, really. So it's it's okay. But you just kind of zone out. You zone out. I mm. think really depressing stuff when I have to sit through things like that. It brings on sad thoughts for me. Really? Yeah, Astro weird. Boy used to make me sad. I can't listen to the Astro Boy music without getting really? sad. But it was oh. very sad music, though. It was yeah. super sad music. Did you ever watch Astro Boy as a kid? Yeah, but not enough to really recognise the music in it. You might be slightly too old. It was kind of the a, a um, TV show of our era. Mm. Oops, my phone's talking. I might just tell you to mute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just actually did a thumbs up and I hope it's not like uh, something that I wasn't supposed to thumbs up. I didn't read the message. <laughs> Your nan's dead. Thumbs up. <laughs> my kid's gone to hospital. Thumbs up. <laughs> Oops. Oh, dear, maybe you should check that. No, I'm sure it'll be fine. They can disown me if they need to. <laughs> they won't because they love me too much. <laughs> so I, I did start making – because I didn't know where we were going with this mm-hmm. topic, so I wrote out – I tried to get down to a top ten. Yeah. And I ended up writing like 38 movies and went, well, not going to do that. Not going <laughs> to yeah. do a top ten. What was the 80s like for you in terms of watching movies? Um, 
I watched a lot of movies I probably shouldn't have watched. Ah. I, I, I don't think my mum realised, but we just used to go to the video store and rent whatever. But would you? And the be- kid, the pe- person behind the counter doesn't care what you're renting. Mm-hmm. So I still stand by, saw Stand by Me. I think as a seven or eight year old, and there's wow. a dead body in that movie. Um, so yeah, I probably shouldn't have seen that. And then I saw Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Because my dad really liked Monty Python and then I went to school the next day and sweared a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I also knew how sex worked. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. There's an instructional sex scene if, for those of you who have should just play that it. at school in sex ed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I've already got this oh, down pat. God. I'll skip this class. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> How oh. about a little kiss, boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was in reference to foreplay, by the way, because out of context, that could sound really bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was instructional. He was telling yeah. him not to dive straight into the, you know. Yeah. I'm talking too loud again, aren't that's I? Right. I can't help it. I have no idea. I even got told by my workmates that I'm a bit loud because oh, I, I wear headphones when I pick up the phone mm. and then I don't realise how loud I'm talking. Hi, I'm Roger. Life, though, is, is an odd film because it's like all the other Monty Python stuff, they never got into the raunchy, sexy kind of stuff. But no. there, there was a lot of sex in The Meaning of Life, which, I mean, admittedly, like it was about conception and all that mm. kind of stuff. But, well, it was uh, about the meaning of life and you start yeah. out as a little spermy. You do. Yeah. You do indeed. <laughs> I love how all spermy. our shows end up educational. <clears throat> well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Every, it, and it talks about religion as well. Because, it is you know, very. That's what I mean. Like they should just play it at school. Yeah. In primary school. In primary school. Well, they. <laughs> I saw start them young. School. I say start them young. Actually, I saw Revenge of the Nerds probably too young as well. That's like got a sex. That's all very. That's a very dirty film. There's boobs dirty. in it and I, everything. Yeah, and the um the, the thing like with Revenge of the Nerds, it's funny when you look at the uh, the films of the eighties and particularly like all the comedies that were like you know the the, the kind of collegey kind of raunchy comedies. Um, they didn't have a very good, uh, like, you know, balance as, as far as, you know, men and women go. Like, the women in the, those films are always, you know, sex objects and just yeah. there mm. for, for nudity and those kind of things. And even Revenge of the Nerds, it's kind of a bad story at the end of the day because yeah. the, the nerds do some really terrible things. Like, when they're, you know, putting spy cameras into the sorority house mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, then the, the guy who dresses up in the Darth Vader costume to have uh, sex with the one of his, the, this girl he's got a crush on and then, like, it's all good at the end because the girl's like, oh, my God, that was fantastic. It's mm. like, no. no that no. was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She thought it was his boyfriend. Yeah. Her boyfriend, yeah. But it's just like, you know, at the time we are just going, oh, ha, that's so funny. And now we're just, like, looking back on it with the eyes of today going, oh, Where's my. Where's the consent? Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. It's, uh, I still, I think because I've grown up on it, I still find them funny. I don't mm. get angry at the. The political incorrectness. Was there boobs in National Lampoon's Vacation as well? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's all about the boobs. I feel like there was a lot of boobs in the 80s. <laughs> a lot of boobs. Yeah. Oh, there were. They discovered there the were. A lot of boobs. I, I mean, and that's the thing as well is that you look at, you look at horror films today mm. compared to horror films in the Not 80s. Not enough boobs. There was always more <laughs> boobs in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> no wang, just lots of boobs. <laughs> I saw Dirty Dancing too young as well. There's an abortion oh, story. Yeah. There. Yeah. I, it, what it goes to show you is people back then didn't care what the kids were getting out. They would just let them get out anything. Yeah, but I think their parents were also like, you know, you go My to your friend's absent. place <laughs> and there'd be like an older brother or sister watching those movies and you just end up watching them and then like the parents wouldn't care. Or because the parents used to love doing this in the 80s, you'd all like all the kids would all like hang out in like the mm-hmm. games room mm-hmm. or whatever and just watch TV and whatever was on television. Uh-huh. Saturday night, like sometimes it was movies and like Dirty Dancing and everything like that. Boozing it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They were having a great time. They and were good times. I remember those mm. times fondly with all the parents in one room having a drink and a laugh and mm. we're all in the other room eating whatever food we want. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fun times. Does that not happen these days? Is that is that not a thing? Like, do parents not get together and like just pile the kids into a, a TV room and then lock them in? Yeah. <laughs> they're probably supervised a lot more because there's probably a lot more that they can get hold of. I mean, really, we couldn't get hold of anything other than free to air TV or maybe like a video collection. 
But, mm. you know, nowadays it's just like they've got the whole internet. Yeah. <laughs> they like, do know oh, what gosh. they're watching. But I think of the groups that I hang out <clears throat> hang out with, and that does still happen. The kids go to one room and watch something, but it is still slightly more enmeshed, you know, the, mm. the kids come out and hang out with the parents for a bit and then they go back and mm. so you can't it's probably the about. age as well that they're at. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Needs to happen more. <laughs> it does. It does. Oh man, Bill, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is actually an eighties film. It, it came is. out in eighty nine. See, but I didn't film. see that until the nineties, mm. and that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about was movies because of the delay that we used to have in Australia mm-hmm. and New Zealand, obviously, in getting the movies. Like mm. the Little Mermaid came out in nineteen eighty nine. But we didn't get it here until I think it was July 1990. Yeah, so we thought it was a 90s film. Yeah, so, like, that, it's a weird thing because, like, for us it is a 90s movie, but technically it's a 80s movie. Same so that Will was interesting. Ted's, hey, because I, I wrote it down because it came up as an 80s film and I'm like, I really felt like it was a 90s film. You should look up the Australian release date mm. because I think that you'll probably find that it was. We did have quite a long delay because oh I do remember seeing um, Back to the Future in the city, like um, in the cinema, but I feel like maybe we got it a little bit later because why would I remember that? It came out in 1984 or 85 or something yeah. like that. I've, I've probably, in 1985. There you go. Yeah, I wrote down the years that oh, everything wow. came out. <laughs> you were so prepared. I know. No, I'm just a weirdo. Look, Flight of the Navigator. I just movie. knew that there would be too many, so I didn't want to start writing them down because I'd just keep writing. So I just had to be really careful. I wrote some <laughs> off the top of my head mm. and then I had a look at, like, top whatevers yeah. and oh, I yeah. wrote a few down. I'm like, oh, yeah, and Rain Man. Oh, yeah, and Stripes. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. There was just so, so many. So hard to choose. Such good films. Such good films. And the emergence of so many, like, prominent actors as well. So you got all, like, the Tom Cruise collection, mm-hmm. like, where he sort of started coming up through all those movies. And um, people like, oh, I'm going to get the name wrong, uh, John Goodman. Yeah. John Goodman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like all of his movies, mm-hmm. the, they were huge. It was Do just you like mean John Candy? Yes, thank John- you. Oh, I yes. I told you I was going to get it wrong. That's See? all right. I'm, thank you. I'm sure John got my bad. I'm sure John Goodman was in Well, he was because yeah. he was in Roseanne, yeah. which is an 80s TV show. Mm. And although I hate to admit that I actually really like Roseanne because I shouldn't, why? I actually Look, really like that TV show. <laughs> I like Roseanne. There's nothing wrong. I mean, Roseanne, the lady, maybe has said some mm. inappropriate things. Well, the TV but show. the show back in the day was, was great. great. And it yeah. wasn't just her on it. And this is where, what I feel about the Cosby show, which mm. um, that was like a big thing in the mm, 80s for super us. Super big. And, you know, we used to watch it even like in New Zealand. Like that's what we watched on TV. We'd hang out for it to come on. And the opening sequence was always so amazing and everything like that. Knowing that he was behaving in the way that he was behaving during the show is just horrific and it's so, like, because I still love that show. Yeah. I still think that he was good in it and I still think that the ca- the rest of the cast were amazing, but no, it's, <laughs> it's hard, just hard it? because I don't want to discredit it. And that's the thing. I really loved, um, I was going to say the West Wing, um, House of Cards. Yeah. But then you find out that that man is an absolute monster. Did you watch the video where he came out? And I don't know if we've talked about this already, where he came out and as himself. Like, mm, that mm. was weird. He came out oh, as really? himself, but, like, talking like his character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. super weird. Yeah, it was very, very odd. Very odd. I, oh, think I might have com- to look at that. Oh, he's a complete write-off. Like some people are like, oh, well, maybe you've just made some mistakes but you're not a write-off. Mm. But everyone, sometimes it's just like, well, if you're not willing to accept that you did the wrong thing, then yeah, you're and a it write-off. Was, it was continual behaviours mm-hmm. as well. It wasn't like it was just a one-off. It, mm. was, it was a lot of things. But, yeah, like you kind of feel a little bit weird about like Roseanne and, and the Cosby show. Because and you hate admitting it. Like you hate yeah. admitting that you like those things because you have this kind of guilt that comes with it. But, like, I, if Roseanne was on TV right now and I was watching it, I'd, I'd really Oh, I had it. all yeah, the DVDs. I, just, I bought them all. Yeah. But did anybody watch Hey Dad? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. thank you. I knew that there was another one. Yeah. yeah. So that makes me really And Burke's Backyard too. for another mm. one. Oh, God. I loved Burke's Backyard. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> just Never would have picked it. For, for, no. for anyone listening outside of Australia, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're just not going to get these references, but for, for, for your for your um, uh, understanding, uh, Hey Dad was a Australian TV show uh, from the sitcom? 80s. Uh, yeah, sitcom. I, I guess you called that. Yeah. It um, was definitely a sitcom. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it ran for a very long time uh, back when we actually made um, sitcoms here in Australia, which we, we really don't anymore. So what was the premise? The premise was there was a guy who was an architect. I'm and sorry, he ran an architect. An architect. <laughs> <laughs> How did I forget that? Was her name Betty? Betty, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he had a secretary, a secretary called Betty. We had, I had a colleague who worked with me and she had that kind of way of speaking. Oh, no. And it just used to kill me. She could say, the, um, the place that I work starts with Australian. So she'd say Australian, blah, blah, blah. But she'd be saying Australian. Australian. And then obviously the people on the other side of the phone had no idea what she was saying. She's like, Australian? Oh, my <laughs> God. And then she'd get really angry with them and it was so funny. Oh, anyway, But, yeah, so um, he had an architect who worked from home. He had um, the kind of crazy secretary and I think the mum had died and yeah. so it was kind of about him, like, raising the kids and stuff like that. Yeah. And it turns out he's a kitty fiddler. Yeah. So there's – Freaking horrific – that too. Was mm. Agro's cartoon connection on in the 80s or just the 90s? No, I'm not sure because yeah. I didn't get here until the 90s. Oh, right. Yeah. Because he was a dirty monster and I watch some of those things now. now that's a Saturday morning program for the kiddies. Yeah. Uh, and there's cartoons in between. And um, some of the things that he would say to Anne-Marie, the presenter, was like, if, if he was a dirty Completely out of line, yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. Mm. And he was like the, the puppeteer whose hand was up aggro, was, like, fondling her under the table. Oh, really? And, oh, I don't know whether it was full-on fondling or just, like, you know, naughty little touches on her legs. And she's like, oh, aggro. Anyway, oh, Lewis is looking at me confused. No, no, it's just terrible. There's just it's so like, many not very nice things. <laughs> yeah. So many. But oh, I think Lord. I think the uh, the thing is it gets back to, like, I was thinking about today, if you do go back to the 80s and you look at the – uh, the the politics of dealing with like women and stuff like that. Then mm-hmm. it's still it was better than it was in the seventies and the sixties. Like things things progressed, but the problem is is that the the people making the movies in the eighties they were influenced by what they saw in the mm. in the sixties. Yeah, mm. and so th- that kind of uh, way of thinking came about in the the eighties, and then like today the people are being influenced by stuff they saw in the eighties and the nineties. Uh, but I mean that's that's a good thing. That's why like you know talking about these things and and uh, you know moving forward i mean things are going to be better in the next decade the decade after you know things will, will, will progress but it's uh you look back and just go oh there were some horrible people back then i think it's still okay to enjoy these films and laugh yeah. at these films because they are of the era you can't just walk away and just go no nah, i'm not going to enjoy them anymore because they're politically not of this time because yeah. yeah. I, I guess you can't look at them with the eyes of today, yeah. uh, the sensibilities of today, and and watch the the, the film and like you know critique, critique it on that basis because yeah. then you just have to write them all off. <laughs> it's like what people yeah. say about Songs of the South that um, it's quite a controversial movie in America, and people say, well, you know, it should just be completely locked up and Disney should never release mm. it. Mm. But at the same time. There's a there's a way of thinking of well no you should release it and you should you know make it open about this mm-hmm. is what it was like yeah this is how far we've come only and history. this is where we can't go back to mm. that's right own your history because if you don't own your history how can you ever move forward yeah mm. so Australia has uh, some real issues with not owning its history by the way mm. yep. yep we don't talk about the genocide or anything that went off on in the past whereas if you go to New Zealand for instance they talk about that at school they learn Maori languages it's, I don't it's, it's a very different it, it was different in so many ways mm. it was it was a completely different people it was yeah it was different on a number of levels so it was always going to be a different story than Australia, but yeah, freaking but at horrific. Least it's like, as far as I know, it, it, it gets taught at school a bit more history. Oh yeah. Whereas yeah, I you feel learn like we don't language. learn anything. I never got told anything at school. It was completely uh-uh. brushed over, mm-hmm. ignored, which I think is wrong. Yeah, yeah. I thought by the time you're at school, they might have started. Nah, not a thing. Not wow. one thing. 
at all which about is Australian history. Really disappointing because how can we make amends and move forward? forward. Yeah, as one nation, or not? Sorry, not one nation at <laughs> all. <laughs> Definitely not one nation. Um, as, a as, 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 as a country, as a country, you know, as instead of like just brushing it under the rug, yeah. and white people just don't realise what went on. But anyway, that's a bit too political yeah. for this show, so let's. Move and, on. And, and, for those, and for those outside of Australia, the reason why the, the one nation thing was is because that's a right wing. Political party. So, why <laughs> yeah. no, I say that? I'm being no, that's not exactly correct. But it's a very right wing party. Very right wing party. Not, not they're not Nazis, but they no. are very stupid. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Extremely right wing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, things that aren't right wing, um, and something that I always think about in terms of the eighties, because I guess it's when I came to actually enjoying it, was mini golf. And we went and played some mini golf the we other did. day, which was awesome for Chris's birthday. And that referenced so many 80s movies. It did. Um, so uh, I'm just trying to remember them all. That's the problem. Oh, no. Back no. to the Future. Oh, yes. Holy Moly, Northbridge, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you play in the Northbridge one? The I did couch? play in the Northbridge. Right, okay. So much fun. They had The Simpsons, which obviously come out in the 89. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons come out in 89, right? Yeah, I think so. But then it had, like, the games as well, like you were saying on Diz Down Under the Mousetrap references. Yeah. yeah. And then we didn't get to this side of things, but they had the operation game. Um, I'm so excited to do those nine holes. Oh, I really want to. But I just remember playing that game with my cousins. We were obsessed with that operation game. Um, Cecilia's looking confused. Do you no, remember the game just, operation? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay. I'm just trying to think of um, – there's a statue of somebody at Holy Moly, but I can't remember who it was. E.T.? I noticed there was an E.T. I feel like there was there. a Michael Jack. There's not a Michael Jackson one there. Oh, one no, would hope not. Wouldn't no. surprise me. Oh, well, who was it? There's somebody there. There's a statue of somebody. Anyway, carry on. I feel like it's a prominent 80s figure. Mm. That's all. The Jaws. There's, 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 there's a there's Jaws, Jaws popping out of the um, No, it's an actual human oh, it's figure. Oh, sorry, not Jaws. Um, anyway, figure. but it's a prominent 80s figure, I'm pretty sure. On, on, I don't well, know how many holes. now we're just going to be racking our brains. <laughs> trying to think. Like, we just have to go back and find uh, out. That's right. Which ones did you do? Which um, I did like the 18. So I did like the whole thing pretty much. Well, there's three. There's three. The open up another oh, line. Okay, so we did. Uh, the two. one with Simpsons and the, the Simpsons. one with uh, Willy Wonka chocolate. Actually, chicken. I don't think I did the Willy Wonka. <gasps> so, did you do the Operation Game one? Yeah, must do. Oh my god! So you did the ET thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what oh. we did. Yeah, no, it's really good fun though, isn't it? Because they had like mm. a, in that one they had a pinball machine. Yes. Yeah. 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 And and it was so embarrassing because there were so many people waiting to to watch us at that time. So it's like a pinball that moves into a, a snooker sort of thing. Mm. And I'm like, there's so many people here. If I lean over this snooker table, my tits are going to be in their face. I'm like, well, I have no choice. These are my tits and that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. No, it was good value. But, yeah, that reference heaps of 80s movies. Yeah, because it is kind of an 80s thing to do. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon it came out in the 80s play- playing mini golf? I no, reckon. I reckon it's been an American staple for a very long time. Because no. it seems like such an easy thing to do, like you know, set up these small little putt-putt courses. Yeah. But I always wanted to do one which was like like the ones you see on in TV mm. and, and in movies. And and so it was a, to, to get it to have Holy Moly here in, in WA was yeah. awesome. Like to finally get to, to do that because it was like some of those holes were just ridiculous. The Back to the Future one, trying to figure out how it went in and then out again. Like how does it come out the exhaust? Where's the hole you're supposed to be aiming for? <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a difficult one. Well, that's good fun. I'm trying to find out when mini golf was invented. Apparently golf was invented in 1340. Jeez. Yeah. It was golf. Oh, no, that's wrong. Wrong sport. I was going to say it was invented in the war, wasn't it? But that's actually table tennis was invented in the war. Really? Yeah. Which war? Our First World War, I think. Really? Oh, really? Pretty sure. Huh. Didn't they have other things to do? No. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, the people recovering. Um, one of the world wars, anyway. I'm not sure which one, to be honest, but I'm pretty sure it was First World War. Um, but I actually went to Holy Moly with my um, Blockbuster friends who I used oh. to work at Blockbuster with. Oh, cool. So we were having a great time referencing, like, all the, the yeah. stuff that was going on. And we're like, oh, yes, cool. And obviously being film nerds and, <laughs> you know, that. Yeah. We were getting very excited and people were like, oh, okay. <laughs> I wonder if I'm a film nerd because I watched so many inappropriate films as a child. Like, I, I'm looking at some of this stuff and there's Beverly Hills Cop, there's lots of swearing in that. Mm, great film. Never-ending story, pretty much, like, traumatised me as a child. So, you know, what are you going to do? 
There's, there's a lot of traumatizing that has <laughs> yeah, but happened. there's a lot of good stuff as well. Oh yeah, like yeah. you look at like you know the Princess Bride <clears throat> mm. came out. You had the Neverending Story, Goonies. Yeah, Goonies. See, the Goonies, I wouldn't put on a lot of good stuff kind of list. Not that it's a bad movie. No, 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 no. But I think it's really full-on content for a kid. It is pretty full-on. But yeah, I but love so, that So film. is all the other things. Like, I, I saw... Beetlejuice is pretty yeah. intense. And Parenthood. Did you ever see Parenthood, Parenthood. as a child? That's got Steve um, Martin mm. in it. And um, there's somebody walks out with the, the old chick's uh, Diane Weist's, like, vibrator. Oh, no. Like, I think I found a torch because the lights go off and then you hear this and it's her vibrating. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think we've clarified that I watched a lot of inappropriate things as a child. No joke. <laughs> My mum was busy, obviously. <laughs> Weren't they all in those days? <laughs> but, yeah. but most of the films I've been like, you know, Gremlins as well. Mm-hmm. Like uh, everyone saw everyone saw Gremlins. But again, yeah. that was what like. What year was that? Um, I can tell you, it was Gremlins. Where is Late it on 80s. my list? 84. 84. 84. Good yeah. man. There's right. a lot of. I, I did wonder how many 84 movies there were that I wrote down because 84 was a good year. You had Ghostbusters and and other stuff. <laughs> Gosh, look at <laughs> all the 84s Beverly Hills there. Cup, yeah. um, Neverending Story, mm. Gremlins, Footloose, uh, Indiana Jones. One of them came out mm. that year. Yeah, aren't you glad I wrote this list? <laughs> Harrison Ford in the eighties as well. Was there, there was a um, a Star Wars movie that came out yeah, in the eighties as well? Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Was uh, Empire eighty three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like got all the stats. This is the first time ever. Oh, the I've come to one of these things with eighty four as well. I know it's so details. much detail. I never like, come seriously. with information, and today I've got too much information. Too much. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, yeah. dead calm. That's oh, still a good the, movie. That is a good film. Billy Billy Zane's in that. Uh-huh. Right? Have you seen Dead Calm? I don't Nicole know that Kidman, I have. Who? Oh, Sam Neill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Sam Neill and about, um, yeah. uh, Nicole Kidman are a married couple, uh-huh. and it's right at the start they have a car accident and they lose their child, and so to kind of, um, I don't know, have recover, recover. I guess they go on a sailing trip. And then on this sailing trip, this dude comes along, Billy Zane's character, and he's come from a boat that's basically sinking and all of his crew have died. And he's like, save me. Um, And Sam Neill's like, oh, let me go and go over there and have a look. And so when he goes over, Billy Zane turns out to be not a very nice guy. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a thriller. And it's like you could watch it. I've watched it recently and it still holds up. It's Yeah, that's good. It's amazing. Good film. And and it's one of Nicole Kidman's first movies. Like it's from 1989, but it's one of the first movies that really went global for her. Right. So she's still got like the big curly hair. hair and before she got all the straighteners and flatteners and bleach the skin and (laughs) how do they get rid of all the freckles like that um probably laser treatment is that a thing i I don't know i remember reading a story and like it was an interview that she did and she said yeah once you get it done you just have to basically commit to never going out in the sun ever again and always yeah, covering up because it makes your skin like sensitive, sensitive I, guess, I, I didn't yeah. realize that she got them physically removed i thought sometimes it was just like a whole lot of makeup i think she it was got her treatment actually yeah. i think it was she like did. a treatment that yeah. she went through Love Which your are, freckles. I know, like freckles are what you know. Like my husband's like, covered in them. Freckles. I love them all. Yeah, exactly. Which is so, which is so weird to think like it was the frizzy hair and the mm. freckles that got out of the game, uh-huh. and then she got rid of them both. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Is but it- at the time, the eighties, the perm was in, but not the natural perm. No. Uh, oh, okay. It, it was very much in though, because there is a photo of my mum and my dad with a perm. <laughs> My dad with a Pam mullet. It's a fantastic look. And glasses as almost as big, big as his face. Oh, big those, glasses. Those acrylic ones? Yeah. I can't remember what they were. They were and they're massive. kind of back in again. And every yeah. now and again I see someone and I'm just like, it's, it's just aging you, darling. You shouldn't be wearing those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like yes. those big, like, and you're like, oh. And the uh, I had to convince my mum to get rid of some clothes uh, from pads. the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was convincing her in the early two thousands that it was time to get rid of them. She just wanted to keep them just in case, uh, you know, they came back in style. Or she, <laughs> I mean, they were pretty small the clothes. So mm. she's like, I might fit into it again one day. I'm like, yeah, but it's not fashionable. What are you going to go to? Like an eighties party? 
No. <laughs> and now she just goes to 80s parties all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, she got rid of them all. What? She they, they wouldn't fit. They were, they were like tiny little minuscule oh. for the small waisted oh. lass that she used to be. What What do you think the shoulder pads were about? Like were, were they a power thing? Ma- um, yeah, there was the masculine like thing that we were Yeah, but for. men were wearing really big shoulder pads as well, weren't were they? they? Weren't they those blazers? I remember yeah. men wearing blazers with those kind of ruched, ruched up sleeves. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that kind of action. And you had to uh, – it was good if you had the removable um, shoulder pads so that you could wash the jacket and put the shoulder pads back in and also your young teenage child could put them in her bra as well. <laughs> oh, really? To boost. Nice. Love the 80s. Pumpkin skirts. Pumpkin skirts. Did you guys ever do oh, pumpkin skirts? Oh, that, that ones... ruchy thing that, like, you know. Not the rah-rah skirts, the kind of. Like, oh, my God. But, like, Who knows these terminologies? But, like, there were pumpkin skirts and they were kind of like a piece of material. On my. But instead of just, like, the end of. <laughs> I'm trying to explain. Does it go out like... and then yeah, in again? Of, like, it's kind of like. Oh, poofy, I know what you're talking about. And they about kind and of go it... under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not that I ever had one because I didn't actually grow up. But it was like the bottom of the bottom of the skirt was kind of sewn under. Yeah. So it kind of created. I don't know. And they called them pumpkin skirts. I yeah, swear uh, I it was can a thing. picture it. I picture it. Um, but yeah, then they had the big buffy sleeves, uh, which I think your sister had a wedding dress. I think that had those big mm, buffy mm. sleeves, didn't um, you? Okay, I typed in pu- um, pumpkin skirt, and it's mostly pumpkins on skirts. <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, I'm going to find it one day and I'll show you. I'll uh, prove that I Yeah, I they're all something. like Halloween-style um, pumpkin skirts. Uh, uh, man, yeah, if so. I ever get married, I think I'm going to surprise everyone and walk out with an 80s dress on. Oh, do like, it. But, <laughs> like that bottom, yeah, like the, like the navy-coloured one. But even that top one, yeah. see how it's like kind of that's, that's, I think I, I think I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, She's actually dressed as a pumpkin, but I think that we get the idea. <laughs> you, got, you guys, like, every time you're, like, describing things or, like, showing things, you're, like, your head goes away from the microphone like that. Just, oh, like, sorry. On mic. I don't, let's, don't, sorry, it, guys. Yeah, it doesn't happen unless it's on mic. Get, get back to the 84, like, because you were saying how, how many good movies came out in 84. Mm. Like, This Is Spinal Tap came out in 84. Oh, my God. I forgot about that Am- film. Amadeus came out in 84. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street came out in '84. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I think Karate Kid. I think I, I don't know yeah. if I mentioned that before, but I think uh, Terminator might have actually come out in '84 as well. I didn't. Mm. I think I think oh, it may have early I, '80s or late '80s Terminator. '84. '84. There 84. you go. Oh, there was a oh, lot but that was of the first in the '80s Terminator, which was not the best one. Hey, the first and Terminator then, was. Well, no, it's t- the second t- one t- that's yeah. the better one, yeah. right? But yeah. you yeah. do get to see a naked Is Arnold early... Schwarzenegger in the first one. Yeah, because he's the bad guy in the first yeah. one. Hey, I think and Terminator then... Two might be um, actually in nineteen ninety. But... Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Oh, so we can talk. Oh, okay. Because there's a scene in that film I think we need to talk about. Um, so we'll talk about that next episode because it traumatized me. Because Cameron, like, he likes big breaks between his films and sequels. He really does. Yeah. But yeah, eighty. You're right. I I think eighty four could possibly be the best year for film ever. Yeah, I I, I don't think it's uh, overstating it to say that. Sixteen candles. Yeah. Oh, I was never a huge what fan about, of that one. What about Say Anything? What year did that come out? Oh, John Cusack, know. Boombox. That was 86, I think, wasn't it? I haven't got it written it down. So, because it's not a film that I've actually seen. Which movie? Say Anything. John Cusack oh, and the Boombox. It was, yeah, mid 80s, but maybe the later bit. Ooh. I remember watching Clue on TV a lot. Oh, Clue. Was that and 90s like with or 80s? Uh, 1985. Oh, there you go. Um, and it had all of the uh, endings at the end. So originally what they were going to do was release the films with different endings at different cinemas, but then they ended up deciding just to put them all on. Oh, no, Say Anything was 89, sorry. Oh, there you go. Desperately seeking Susan. Did anybody else? Was anybody else obsessed with that movie? Never seen when it. you said when you said the uh, the wedding dress, uh, I was mad, picturing you uh, in that uh, outfit. The it's Madonna wear in Desperately Susan. The, yes. the, like, the, the, the white uh, lacy skirt uh-huh. and the, I think it's a black kind of bodice thing. That, yes. That's your wedding outfit. I yes. Think that's Thank <laughs> you, Lewis. We've discovered. So you've got actually it. seen Desperately Seeking Susan. Yeah. Oh, mm. I used to love that movie. There's a, a lot of movies that I um. Yeah, I watched a lot of TV back in the day. I watched Beetlejuice like a hundred times when yeah. I was younger. Yeah, like, I, I did too. Literally. And Goonies. Yeah. Just and and Weird Science we recorded off the TV so I can tell you where the ad breaks 
where like if I watch it now and it kind of I watch it and I realize how gross it is because um that chick is 23 apparently which I used to think was so old 23 but now I'm like oh she's a little baby but she looks like she's 35 um and the two guys in it um are supposed to be playing 15 year olds although Wyatt does say he's 14 turning 15 next month and she kisses him and that's gross because he's 14. Oh. So, and even 15, that's not that's not the legal age. So, it's kind of gross. I'm I'm oh. glad you I'm glad you said that cuz uh there was a a film um that I saw the other week. Uh I don't know if it's out officially yet, but probably is now. Um called Mid 90s. Oh, yep, yep, and the Skater Boy film. The Skater Boy film Jonah Hill directed mm-hmm. it. And there's a scene in that film where the kid, and the kid must be... He's I don't like know, 13 or something. Is he? Because he looks to me about like 9 he or 10. He looks 12. 12? He looks about 9 or 10 to me. Okay. And I don't know what age he's supposed to be in the film, mm. but uh, there's a, a teenage girl who looks like she's a lot older. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of like makes out with him on the scre- on screen. I was just going, this is... Really, really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. <laughs> this is like boys do take longer to mature, though. See, so he, he could have been playing a fourteen-year-old, but I don't think he was because I looked at him. He looks pretty young. He yeah. looks really young. But again, when I was in high school, there were kids in my like I could have been sixteen, and there were still sixteen-year-old boys who looked like they may have been twelve. Uh, you are right. They hadn't matured yet. Yeah. Um. They're lanky and yeah. whatever, and there's no facial. All really hair. short. They hadn't yeah. had their growth spurt yet. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, bit off when you watch that, and you're like, oh, I try. I try not to think about that. Weekend at Bernie's is another good one. Um, that is I a good one. I watched that quite a few mm. times. Yeah, that's yeah. I didn't see it until the nineties, though. I'm I see, again. I, I think that that was one that was probably an eighty nine release in America, was. but yeah. See, I don't think it's until the nineties. And same yeah. with When Harry Met Sally. That's a nineteen eighty nine film, but I'm pretty sure we didn't see it until the nineties. Well, the reason I know about Weekend at Bernie's is that we went to go to a drive, and so we arrived in Australia March of nineteen ninety, and we travelled up like we just sort of travelled around Australia. So up in the north east coast, we went to a drive-in because mum dad like, oh, let's go to the drive-in. That might be kind of cool. So we went to the drive-in and we saw Milo and Otis, Aww. which was the most adorable but freaking boring movie. Yep. Like we were nine and seven, my sister and I, and like we were just like, oh, this is going on a bit. And dad's like, yeah, it's really going on. Uh, I don't think I was a big fan. It is cute. It but is I cute, don't but think I think you probably need, yeah, like a Didn't, YouTube clip like, worth. Heaps of- Animals die in that film. I think so. Yeah. And then the next movie was <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. And it was just like, you probably shouldn't see dead people being manipulated around like that a as weird. a nine-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not the right thing. <laughs> Did but, you see the second one? Uh, Weekend at Bernie's 2. Because I know no. he had some voodoo stuff going on. Mm. They put uh, headphones on him. Because he got voodooed, like, when he was listening to music or something. Yeah. So he would only, yeah. like, move if he had his headphones on. So he was, like, had a Walkman on and he was walking underneath like the water. Of, like one of those dancing Coke cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then oh. picking up uh, picking up. Yeah. A- There's a good 80s thing. Yeah. <laughs> dancing Coke cans. Uh, Sonny Sujik, who's from mid is uh, he was born in 2005, so that would make him about 13, 14 when they filmed the film. Mm. Right. So, Maybe yeah. not as not, not as terrible as the guy. I honestly thought the kid was like nine or ten. So yeah, but I, I still think fourteen is still quite young, isn't it? Or thirteen is even younger. Like to have well, obviously it's mm. younger. It seems so. <laughs> it does seem not very that young. It just seems really younger, <laughs> like a whole year younger or something. Yeah, I know. It's weird how it works, isn't it? Do you reckon like three hundred and sixty-five days? <laughs> well, it depends when they're born. Let's be honest. Oh, true. Oh, goodness me. But, yeah, it does seem a bit odd. And to know that that kid was like – because Wyatt looked quite young. I don't – I can't remember his name, but, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm 14 turning 15. Ick. Or was it 15 turning 16? The, the kids are Either weird way, signs. gross. But they looked older than this kid in, in mid-90s, though. The guy who yeah. played Wyatt did not look that old. But, yeah, definitely older looking than this kid. Who's yeah. obviously still a kid if he was ter- if he was playing, like, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Ick. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, the mid '90s thing, it just I was sitting there, just going, 
what watching the film um i haven't reviewed it on the on funky on um unscripted yet so um but i was i was sitting there watching this going why do people like this film Ooh. why is everyone saying this is so good and it's an awesome film and jonah hill's a legend is like i don't get it oh it's like, now i'm interested to have a review. i did watch the trailer and wasn't too excited and i wondered whether it was a little bit of a um, you know that film Kids that came out. Mm, mm. Uh, it was Evan Rachel Wood in that Re- Rachel Evan Wood. I could be wrong, but uh, I don't know. But they were all supposed to be playing a bunch of thirteen-year-olds, and it was oh, supposed to demonstrate yes. that thirteen-year-olds yeah, yeah. are getting into stuff they shouldn't mm, be getting mm. into. Was that just and called Thirteen? Right? Was it? Oh no, that's that's the, a different that's film. Thirteen. Okay, that's a different that's what film. Rachel Evan Wood yes. was in. Yeah. But then there was a film before that called Kids, and and they were all supposed to be around that age, maybe up to 15, and they were all having sex and taking drugs, and Chloe Savini was in that film. Oh. And I remember when it came out, um, the director got slammed for showing something, like showing kids doing that sort of stuff, mm. and he's like, well, this is what kids are doing. Mm. You need to wake up and realise what's going on. And the same thing when 13 came out, that was based on a true story, and, like, the director was saying, this is what actually happened. Like, you can't close your eyes to what's going on. So controversial. It's true, though. You can't pretend it's not happening when it's happening. But No, that's you know. right. Yes, yeah, so, so just, uh, yeah, so I didn't uh, particularly like uh, mid-90s and uh, do, do tune in uh, this week to uh, Unscripted. Well, actually, t- tune in. I was going to say, we don't know. When it's going to be. So, yeah, d- d- just go. Just and, download and, the podcast. Yeah, download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and you'll eventually hear it at some point yeah, in time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Beaches is another f- film that felt like a 90s film and that came out in 1989 yeah i think it was 90s i'm sure that was it's a, a 90s license movie to cry that film oh my goodness so i just i think you know uh bet midler had quite a few movies in that time and i remember watching mm. big business with uh, lily tomlin did you ever see that no, I, I don't think i did it's, it's coming to me that i watched a lot of films yeah so you probably had better access to a oh. video store because to be honest a lot of the movies that i saw it was in like in the distance. 80s yeah. Was just stuff that was on TV. And to be honest, we weren't allowed to stay up that late at night. So no, I think we very ours- rarely saw movies. We didn't get a, I think we got a video player, I want to say like maybe 1988. And I then we came we across ours. to Australia, um, maybe 89. So, I mean, we really didn't have that same yeah. um, access to movies during the 80s. I am need to have a conversation with my parents about how absent they were because I think we did stay up and watch a lot of films. I mean, but you also had an older brother. So I did. I don't yeah. think he would have chosen Big Business with Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin, though. They were a set of twins who got switched oh. at birth. Oh. They just happened to be born in, like, this little country town. But um, the anyway... I, I'm not going to go into the storyline. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was very 80s. Mm. I, I think the 80s were definitely the best for action films. Yeah. Um, because when you look at it like, you know, Commando and Terminator and Die Hard. Uh, you Full know, Metal Jacket. Yeah. All, mm. all these films came out in the in the 80s. Uh, and, and it seems that the, the 90s kind of like lost lost its way in being able to make these kind of mm. films. Um, and, and obviously everything in the 80s was practical effects. You yeah. know, it, there was all the special effects was had to be done, you know, mostly practically in camera, whereas in the 90s you, you kind of like got into more of the uh, the more uh, CGI kind of, mm. kind of elements. Um, so, yeah, if you want to see you know, good action and, and that, you definitely got to go back to the 80s and check out those films. Turns out I'm not an action fan. I just wrote because these are all the movies that I liked in the 80s. Not one of them is action-packed, unless maybe a police academy, I guess. <laughs> There's a bit of action in that. They were kind of – the 80s was also awesome for, for Comedy. Um, spoof shows. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, Spaceballs is written down yeah, there yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, Exactly, because police academy is a spoof of, like, you know, the uh, law enforcement. Mm. And then you had um, Flying High uh, and Airplane and you yeah. had the, um, the, money, uh, the Naked Gun. Yeah. as well uh yeah all like real like, spoof comedies mm-hmm. uh and again we've, we've kind of i guess the the closest you got that in the 90s would have been the um uh scary movie uh, oh yeah guys. oh yeah. gosh um but yeah other than that we've kind of like lost our way in, in making these uh the, these spoof films i, I think the, uh, the the predominant spoof uh, films these days uh are the, the, the porn variants where they do it to, <laughs> to just get around uh like uh licensing and yeah. and, and then you know make uh oh it's, it's a comedy spoof and it's with naked people having sex <laughs> <laughs> Is Spider 
spinal tap a, a, a spoof, do you think? Oh, definitely. Yeah. A spinal tap. Is, is spoof kind of a dirty word? No. No, spoof is. Thanks for clarifying that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I made you blush. <laughs> I knew it was something. That's a, that's a real dead word, though. We don't really use that anymore. No. Uh, but, yeah, spinal tap is a spoof of uh, you know, music uh, movies yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a good stuff. How how are we going for time? Oh, we're doing all right. Um, I I really don't have that much more to add myself. Oh, no, 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 I'm no. definitely oh, going to take a photo John of this Hughes. list. Yeah, John yeah. Hughes. The John Hughes sagas mm. were all 80s, weren't they? Yeah. And Did also come out the 90s. Mm, don't know. Mainly 80s, I think. I've just got the Breakfast Club here. And there's also a lot yeah. of John Cusack films as well. Yeah. Better yeah. off dead. Um, what was the other one he was in? Um, something to do with summer. <laughs> yeah, because Better Off Dead was something to do so with ski. Say, better better Off Dead, as, well, as you said before. Say Anything, yeah. which I, I adore that film. I adore that film. I was going to say Can't Buy Me Love, but I just remembered that was Patrick Dempsey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when he was young. So he had no money and he was like mowing somebody's lawn and then this chick paid. he. Oh, no, he paid her to be her boyfriend, like to make him cool. That's right. I'll, I'll give you money because she wrecked it, her mum's dress and That's he's like, I've got all this money from mowing lawn. Why don't I pay you and we can be boyfriend-girlfriend? And then she, of course, actually falls in love with him. No. And because he got all, like, popular, he got up himself and arrogant and then he's like, oh, that's not who I used to be. It's like a total moral love story. <laughs> and obviously Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Is mm. that? That's 80s, right? Definitely. Not, not early 90s? Not, okay, I'm getting and confused. 1986. Uh, like, that's a classic. Yeah. Um, and also you got, like, you know, Spielberg. Bueller. He, he, yeah. As I mentioned in previous shows, he started in the 70s but really started taking off with the 80s with films like E.T. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Colour Purple is 1985. Yeah. So. Oh, Coming to America. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh. How have we not mentioned that yet? It's on my list. <laughs> it's on your list. Blue that Velvet, on my list. if anyone. Oh, look if we're going to go a oh. bit blue. Oh. I've not seen that film. It's an interesting film, but I like it. I think there are a lot of crazy kooky films that came out in the 80s. It's Blue Velvet I- 80s. Blue Velvet? Yeah. I think yeah, I'm pretty so. sure it's 80s. Oh, and, I always thought it was 90s. But it feels later. I feel yeah. like it, it, it did it's come possibly out later. later, but it's still in the 80s. Maybe it's an 89 film. Maybe. Maybe it's and one of those maybe. magic numbers. A lot I think Eraserhead came out in the 80s as well. Yeah. I don't it. remember anything about Eraserhead. I just remember it was on TV what? once and I thought it was the weirdest thing <laughs> I'd ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty weird. But is that David Lynch? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's David Lynch. Or is it David, David Cronenberg? No, no. No, it's oh, Lynch. Lynch. David Lynch, yeah. And is, is Blue Velvet David Lynch as well? Yeah. Yeah, David Lynch. It was his time. It's, it's funny, though, before you were saying about your, your friend who was saying, it's all Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. It's yeah. all superhero films. Like, go back to the 80s, mm. and there was literally no superhero films except, uh, except Batman. for Batman. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was pretty awesome. I, mean, I know, because, was- like, Willow, Willow was a bit of a superhero. Oh, man, I completely forgot about Willow. I don't think it was a superhero, though. He was a superhero. Really? What 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 is it that um that um I don't think I remember enough of it, but maybe? I I just thought it was like a Lord of the Rings type thing, and Val Kilmer was in it. Yeah, oh, maybe might, it just if he, Warwick Davis. He was a hero. <laughs> there might I'm have been he's a superhero. there might have been some uh, Superman <laughs> films uh, in the early eighties, but Bill uh, uh, no and Ted are total it. superheroes, so right? Agreed. Yeah. <gasps> Actually, one of my favorite films of all time come out in the eighties, The Lost Boys. Oh yeah, oh. and also I believe you're a huge fan of American Werewolf in London mm. as well. That is. Is an yes. early 80s yeah, film, yeah. I think. So, America of London is an awesome film. One yeah. of the best, like, practical transformations yeah. of, like, a guy into a werewolf. Yes. Like, you so know, showing good. the transformation. Because most of the time, they do all those kind of things off screen. I don't know. Teen Wolf do did a pretty good job, I think. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, pulp. Oh, no, Pulp Fiction's 90s. My yeah. bad. Um, the Untouchables was, was the 80s. I always thought that was a 90s movie. Yeah, I it was thought it was a 90s sharp. movies as well. Even when you look at the um, the Late 80s poster maybe. art, it was 87, yeah. Oh, okay. It, just, it looks quite modern. It does. It feels more 90s, doesn't mm, it? Easily. Could you imagine, like, if they had a, a video store, like, and you had the, the film separated into eras and you could have, like... <gasps> That'd be that'd amazing. Be so cool. had, like, an cool. 80 section and a 90 section and a 70 section and that, that sort of thing. That would be so awesome if there was something Pretty like that. Pretty much what iTunes is for. <laughs> really, you're just like, show me some 90s movies. Like, you've mm. got databases now. Yeah. But, like, but yeah, you're right. Like, being but, able to go in and having that tactile. Mm, mm. Like, I, could, I was thinking about um, putting the 
um, MCU movies into what order I, not the order that I'd watch them in, but the order that I rank them in, like oh, my favourite to least. Okay. And, and I had to do that. Which one would be your favourite? Um, well, it's still Iron Man. Oh, it's the got, first. Yeah. But um, it, to do it, I had to sit there and actually manipulate the physical movie boxes with yeah, the yeah. Blu-rays because it's so hard just trying to do it on paper. Like, just yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Having that tactile experience is so different. It, it's it's true. I really need to watch Infinity War again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, before Endgame. You should. We need to watch it real soon. Yes, yes. I, I, I admire I have all, my tickets. I, I admire all the people. So do we. <laughs> <laughs> what a did surprise. You hear, no, did you hear the rigmarole, though? Because trying to buy them in America. Oh, yeah. Um, so the site melted down completely because everyone was just going gangbusters trying to get their tickets. Fair enough, whatever. So I'll wait until everyone in America's gone to sleep. I get onto the site, fine. And I find some awesome tickets, fine. And then go to pay for them and it keeps on saying, sorry, something went wrong. And so I tried this all morning. Mm. And then I got to a point where I was just like, oh, I'll leave it for another hour or so. And so I try again in the evening and finally work out, try all these different payment methods, try and do it with PayPal. And I'm like, sorry, we can't accept your PayPal method for this transaction because it's not an American card that you're using. You have to use an American card. I'm like, are these people mental? Like, seriously, like, take my money. I'm trying to give you my money. And it what? turns out she'd bought the whole cinema. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I was like, because Lewis posted that thing, which was like, you know, when the snap happened and people were blown uh, away yeah. with the cinema seats and everything. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. That's what it was like for me because I was going through. I was watching these seats. Like, I'd try Disappear. and put them. They were disappearing. Mm. And I was just like, it was so frustrating. But our travel agent came to our rescue and she's gorgeous and wonderful oh, and deserves old. a big Christine, old hug. Yeah. yeah, Christine, sir. Like, if anyone's traveling in America – they need to be speaking to her because she's so knowledgeable and so she just, just comes got to the, the rescue. For you, did she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. genius. <laughs> she's just so lovely, and yeah. So we just PayPal her the money. It was oh, just like, oh, yeah. I like sent her a message, and like ten minutes later, she sent me back done. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, absolutely adorable. So yes, it's not what you know; it's who you know. Sometimes mm. it is true. But shall yes. we wrap things up? We shall. Let's okay, do it. just uh, before we wrap up, like number one favorite eighties movie, what would it be? Oh, oh, dude, did you see my list? Yeah, I did. This I make. This I make a difference for you. Oh. Obviously, my one is is Batman. I mean, it's not. Yeah, just because yours is easy. Yeah, it's. Uh, it just has to be Batman. Uh, it was so revolutionary at the time. Like we'd, ne- you know, we'd only had Superman before that, and then the 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 serial, the black and white serials, and all that sort of stuff. To see an actual superhero film on the big screen, given the respect it deserved, it was amazing. Even though they changed things for the the the, the cinema, it was still fantastic. Batman on the big screen. Um, I think I'm gonna have to say Goonies, even though it's really hard because. A labyrinth and you know Beetlejuice <laughs> and, and oh, uh, coming no, to America. I mean, so, so hard. But Goonies, I have watched a lot. And Sean and I, when we travelled to America, we visited the sites um, in Astoria, in Oregon, to have a look where it was all filmed and everything. So yeah, that was pretty special. That's, yeah, I was going to say that sounds like it's a. And you talk about Goonies a lot as well. Do I? Do I really? Well, I think out of <laughs> Labyrinth, Beetlejuice, and Goonies, I definitely do talk about Goonies, Goonies a lot. The I, most. I, yeah, yeah. Ragtag team they were. Uh, I love Plus that Josh, film. Josh Brolin. Oh, I know. In one of his first, in his first role, I think, or one of his first roles. He's good. So weird. Um, I'm going to say The Lost Boys because I think that's just mm-hmm. the one that comes to mind for me. Hmm. I I really don't know. I mean, there's so many. I guess I'd probably go Willow because that's probably the one that I would habitually go back to. Um, and Have like you watched it, it recently? I haven't watched it. I probably watched it about 10 years ago. It's been a while, I must admit. Because I feel like I haven't watched it for a very long time to the point where I don't remember anything apart from Val Kilmer having funny hair <laughs> and, and Warwick Davis being in it. That's my the entire memory and remember a lake the, the kid floating down the river and oh, actually a lot yeah. of the things with the kid because like you know like that witchy person's like trying to knock the kid off and so she's got him mm. on that sacrificial stone thing That's like with that big dramatic I lightning that movie. and then yeah like val Kim- kilmer in that um in that cage yeah. and yeah i was just thinking what think movie was- is uh billy crystal in where he's playing like the ugly dude but i'm just like 
Is that, that Princess Bride? Is he in the Princess Bride? Yeah. And then yeah, see, I was going to put that up on my list, but I just I don't know. Like, I'd have to probably pick like five if yeah. I was going to be like yeah, fair. if you're going to be fair, because it's weird science and and Ferris Bueller's and oh, like too many. Just I too think many. we I'll can take a safely say it was yeah. a really good time for film, and I yeah. think you're right, Lewis, when you Look, say for action film too. Child's Play. Oh, oh wow! So I did see a horror movie when I was a child. I never saw that until I was way at too least early. Thirteen, I think. Yeah, so I'm going to have to have a conversation with my mum and ask her, what were you doing when I was watching all of these films? Yeah, but you might not have necessarily have seen it in the 80s. That's true, but I did see, I, I did tell her the other day that, you know, I saw Stand By Me and there's a dead kid in that. And she's yeah. like, yeah, but you're like 12 or 13. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. We were in Marangaroo and I was about six or seven. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah. Oh, these things happen. Oh. This is where having an older brother can be a very good thing or, or a very bad thing. Were you, were you scarred by it, or, or was it fine? Were you just cool? I don't know. I've got some anxiety issues. I don't know which movie it's come from. <laughs> <laughs> is it from Dirty Dancing? Is it from Ghostbusters, where you see the crazy old lady oh. in the library? Is it from Stand By Me? Is it from Dead Calm? Is it from Gremlins? Is it from Weekend at Who Moon? knows? This would Is take from years. I don't know. No, it turns out it was it was the Princess Bride all oh, this time. Right. Yeah. Any uh, beaches probably. No. <laughs> you know what we need to do? Wrap it up. Tell people where they can find us. <laughs> If you're um, podcasting us right now, we've got other shows which Lewis mentioned, Unscripted, the film show, Diz Down Under. Subscribe, rate, review, and have a wonderful afternoon, evening, and morning or middle of the night whenever you're listening to this. Because it could 3 be a time. It could be 3 a.m. and you can't sleep, in which case, would you like us to slowly put you to sleep? <laughs> you know what you should download? The <laughs> IKEA Sleep um, podcast. Have you heard about this? No. So it's uh, – I downloaded it today because I'm like, you've got to be kidding, right? And it's this um, Swiss guy reading um, <laughs> from the catalogue. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually – I'll have to play it for the you. The best thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, we'll play it and, yeah, you might hear us talking about it later on. <laughs> I just kicked the table. That's how excited I got about that one. <laughs> uh, catch uh, you later. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.